Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Night fans, so sorry you missed the live show, but this replay is brought to you by Gordon and Partners. Gordon and Partners are dedicated to the pursuit of justice for those who've been wrongfully injured at no fault of their own. It's important that you get legal advice directly from somebody you trust, which in our case is Michael Hoffman, a UCF alum. Contact Michael directly at 407-913-5350 or visit the website fortheinjured.com. Don't just trust anybody. Trust a fellow knight. Trust Gordon and Partners for the injured. Hello, Night Nation. Trace Trelko here. Welcome into this special edition of Sons of UCF Live. Joining me now, Adam. Hey, any news today? Finally, that Big 12 schedule release. What day of the week is it? Where's Mike? What's going on, Trace? I'm all discombobulated here. Well, and we got together and recorded a great interview. Hope you'll check it out with Ryan Swoboda. So we got together Monday night and now Tuesday night live. We, of course, come at you Thursday night for Sons of UCF Live. We got to figure out what to do on Wednesday night. Don't give Andy any more fodder, please. Let's just (laughs) let's just keep it to a minimum. What was your reaction? We've been talking about we knew this was coming. And then that schedule dropped this afternoon. Uh, and you saw the opponents, the home and away. It's what we'd heard rumors about, but uh, and you've got it up on the screen. And you said, uh, finally, Kent State. We know the day. Oh, thank week. goodness, yes. I have not been sleeping. Uh, so here's a, here's a couple quick takeaways, some pros and cons. I believe uh, one of our guests in the room, I saw him tweet this out, so I'll let him share this. I believe we're the only Big 12 team that has a staggered schedule, so a home and away, uh, which I think is a nice plus. We got the bye week smack dab in the middle, which is really nice. We appear to avoid cold weather games, right? I think Texas Tech on the road late will be a little bit chilly. Cincinnati, probably a little cold, but we get the Kansases. Also, I don't know if it's Kansases or Kansai. Somebody help me on that one. Uh, we get that out of the way early. We don't get TCU. Uh, we don't get BYU and another uh, cross-country trip. So I think there's some advantageous elements to the schedule. The cons, obviously, our first game against you know defending conference champion Kansas State, not great. Um, so I, I would have loved a, maybe a softer landing there. Um, Oklahoma on the road is going to be a challenge. We get no Texas, which would have been fun too, but all in all, I think it could have been a lot worse, Trace. No TCU on that schedule. What's nice to see other than that home opener, which has typically been on a Thursday, all Saturday's lining up so far. We're not sure exactly what Boise state's going to do in the mountain West releasing its schedule, but you look down that schedule Saturdays, no times announced, get ready probably going to be some noons and when UCF travels 
into the central time zone. Going to be some 11 a.m. starts there, local time. But I'd say it's as favorable as you can, you know, have as a schedule. I saw UCF Mike, who's on assignment again this evening, posting. What he was already building up his case for 12 and 0. I, of course, happy if UCF can get to a bowl game. Yeah, I think here's the deal, right? So we got to sweep the non-conference. I need 3-0 and there, right? Let's say you're going to give the Kansas State game away. I think we hopefully win Baylor at home. That makes us 4-1. and Even if you give away Kansas on the road, Kansas is a little bit tricky. They had a pretty decent year last year. Jalen Daniels, our quarterback, gets injured. Then things change. So if you get me 4-2 and two before the bye, I will be over the moon happy, right? Because at that point, we need to win three of the next six to be bowl eligible, uh, which I think is a doable task at that point. So I think you got to sweep the non-cons. Kansas State, I'm willing to give up on the road. I think you got to win that first one against Baylor just for momentum's sake. Kansas is a toss-up. And then at that point, I think you you, you have to let the back end of the schedule. We played Cincy before. We played Houston before. We kind of know what that is. You get some road games against West Virginia – or home games, rather, West Virginia, Oklahoma State. You never know. So give me four and two before the bye, Trace. I'd be happy. Of course, no trip to Ames, Iowa, Iowa State. No trip out to BYU. We've talked about Texas, TCU. And, of course, the old AAC foes in Cincinnati and Houston on the schedule. Houston, the last game at home. UCF designating family weekend for Villanova and homecoming with West Virginia, but no designation of a space game. It'd be late on the schedule, but you'd think it sets up for Houston. They've got a couple of space things going on in Houston. Yeah, it's going to have to be either Houston or Oklahoma State, right? Because West Virginia's homecoming. You wouldn't suspect they'd roll that out of homecoming. They already have enough activities. Probably won't be so early in the season. So that leaves you to two options, Oklahoma State on the 11th, or do they save it for Houston and try to build that up? Again, this is the old Black Friday cows rivalry spot. So is this kind of where the league portends to go with us in a rivalry? Is it going to be Houston? Um, but they got that space team. I, I can see that um, at the last game of the year. That could give some juice to that game, depending on where we are. If I'm not mistaken, November 11th is uh, Veterans Day or that Veterans Day weekend, which is typically military appreciation. So maybe they avoid that as well. It is interesting not to see our friends over in Tampa on the schedule uh, after so many years. (laughs) The cows, uh, new rivalries, right? I would think that Cincinnati, West Virginia are going to be on the schedule every year, rotating home and away uh, as the most eastern of those cities in the new big 12 and i like the idea of having west virginia at home your your model there four and two does set up some games late at home west virginia houston that on paper at least on january 31st uh look like they could be competitive and winnable games for ucf yeah no oklahoma state's under a bit of a uh a purge there they lost a lot of guys to the transfer portal their starting quarterback spencer sanders is now at old miss um, there's some rumblings about Mike Gundy and that staff and that team. So who knows who they'll have in the field at that point. Um, if this is a lame duck year for Gundy and they're losing late, maybe they give that one away. So um, back half, I'm going to worry about later four and two. And then we get sock boy at home uh, on the road off a of bye week. Right. So, although they also have a bye week before that, but before that trace, they got to go to Tulsa and Cincinnati, Brett, Yormark not doing uh, Dylan Gabriel, any favors this year. <laughs> Tulsa and Cincinnati. Well, those are two teams that Dylan Gabriel has struggled with. I asked uh, just a couple of hour, hours ago on my Twitter, at Seinfeld, which Big 12 home game are you most looking forward to? And pretty competitive here. Oklahoma State, 40% of the vote. And Baylor coming in second. That rematch, of course, the 2013 Fiesta Bowl. Perhaps they will recognize that 2013 team. And, and then West Virginia trailing badly there 
Houston. Uh, so not a lot of excitement for an opponent that we've had on the schedule for a number of years. A lot of good games, though, with the Cougars through the years, and we're going to be seeing more of them. I do know, though, that I have a great deal of excitement about the schedule release. I may not be as excited when the Big 12 releases its basketball schedule <laughs> eventually one day. That may be a little bit more uh, nerve-wracking. Gonna, but uh, It's going to be uh, a crime scene, Trace. That's not going to be pretty. Yeah. Football, uh, I feel pretty good about. Well, what about you? Which of the home games against Big 12 opponents are you most looking forward to? I picked Baylor, Trace. I mean, uh, judging by the poll you're winning this week about who has more Riz, uh, I think you understand you never lose, you never forget your first, right? So I'm going to go Baylor first home game um, in the Big 12 conference. So I went Baylor as my uh, as my answer. We're planning for Thursday on Sense of UCF Live. A we're doing it again? Yeah, we're going to come Lord. back again. Do we have any chance we have Mike for that one or still? Who? Still on assignment, maybe, maybe not. Like. Probably uh, assignment, I don't know. We're, uh, of course, Sons of UCF, part of the 1012 uh, podcast network, and we're expecting a guest from uh, from that their main show to, to break down the schedule. Tell us more about what, uh, you know, the, the rest of the league looks like. And so I haven't had much chance with the day to study the other teams, uh, uh, but it's no temple in ECU anymore, right? I mean, it, it, changes, yeah. it changes things up. It just looks different. Right. Who would have thought of all the geographically uh, more uh, concise and centric conferences that UCF ends up in one uh, with two trips to Kansas? Yeah, well, I like the stagger. I mean, here, here's a here's the actual uh, we're at Boise. We're back to Orlando. We're in Manhattan, Kansas. We're back to Orlando. We're in Kansas. We have a bye. Then we're in Oklahoma. I mean, this is an ECU and. Uh, you know, Houston and Cincinnati. I mean, this, these are these are some some decent uh, decent trips we're going to take. So hopefully, Timo's got the private jet all gassed up and ready to go. Of course, UCF has made that mistake of taking teams on its schedule for granted, like ECU this past year, Navy at home. But you don't quite see the gimme games on the schedule, and I'm sure there are some existing Big Twelve teams that look at UCF as the gimme game on their schedule. That's a great. That's a great question. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, I'm, I'm curious when we talk to Philip from the from the 10-12, kind of what the what the thought on UCF is. Um, you know, again, I, th- I think hopefully we have the opportunity to to at least make a good showing. I think early on we have that chance. I think the back half of the schedule will really um, really mean a lot for us. Well, we build this show as getting your reaction in the comments, and as well, we've invited folks to hop on with us. And I'll turn things over to you, Adam, because you know who's in the green room at I any do. moment. And I do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take him. Let's chat a little bit. I'm gonna go two at a time. We got our friend Dennis. We got our friend Dolly here. They were first into the into the chat, so we'll welcome Dennis and Dolly to uh, to the show, gentlemen. Welcome to the Sons of UCF, Dennis. Let me start with you. Your reaction when you saw the schedule come out? What game are you most excited about? What game are you most concerned about? Any large takeaways from you based on what you saw? Um, I was pretty excited when the schedule came out. I've been saying ever since, um, like early on, that I thought we would go about six and six. I tried to bait Trace uh, earlier in the year with a question. He wouldn't go for the bait though. Um, but I, I thought we would be bowl eligible. Just guessing that we would have Cincinnati and Houston. So happy we have them. We already know we can compete with them on any level. So. Excited for those wins. Um, I'm going to ca- call them now as wins. Um, I see that. You just already oh, yeah, advanced no. them to the win column. <laughs> talk, your, talk your talk, Dennis. <laughs> you know, until they beat us, right? We've got the last win against Cincinnati, um, and they have a new coaching staff, um, still fairly new players, right? I don't think they're all the way together yet. So I think that'll be good. And then Houston wasn't the typical Houston last year. They still had a decent season, <laughs> but I feel comfortable playing the teams that we've played before. 
Um, Kent State, Villanova, right? Those are kind of our gimmies at, at home. There are almost our South Carolina State type of games. I am nervous about Boise State. Um, as we've seen the last two years, we don't do great on our first road games of the year, um, a la ECU and, and Louisville. Um, I was kind of looking at Gus's record going out West. He hasn't really played a lot of West games out West. Like he had um, Washington, Oregon. They came to Auburn. I didn't really see much where he went other than Texas A&M somewhat West, right? He, he has a pretty good record against A&M. Um, but other than that, he doesn't, his program doesn't seem to play out West. So I'm interested to see how he does, especially, um, you know, it's, it's almost like he likes to learn, right? Like that first time is always a learning experience and then he kind of figures it out later. Um, so I don't, I'm, really nervous about that Boise game. Um, I'm nervous about Baylor first game at home. I think the bounce house is going to be bouncing first big 12 game at home. Um, but Dave Aranda's no slouch. I think that's going to be a really tough one. I hope we can get that win. Um, most excited probably about Oklahoma state. Like I've just, ever since we were going to big 12 for some random reason, I'm excited to see Gundy um, come to the bounce house and, and us play against OSU. Well, it'll be good when UCF has that one-on-one -on -one with Washington. Oh, Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's not happening. Uncalled uh, Yeah, that's that's a little snarky. Dolly, by the way, I don't know your first name. Charles. I just know you, Charles. I just Dolly, know your... You don't need his first name. It's Dolly. That's fine. Yeah. It's Dolly. We roll with that. Okay. Uh, you've uh, you've been dropping some memes and some things on your uh, social media and Twitter today. What's your reaction? Which which is the home game you're most excited about? Which is the road game uh, of the Big Twelve schedule? And I'll include Boise State if that's the one you're most excited about. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at Boise State, um, just looking at the layout. I mean, I think Baylor at home uh, to, for the opener is it's kind of a sweet kind of intro 10-year anniversary since our big Fiesta Bowl win. Kind of bookends with that um, to kind of have that conference. You know, if you would have told me 10 years ago that we'd be conference mates and peers uh, going into that. I mean, we were 14, 15-point underdogs when we pulled that out. So that was kind of a jump start. Uh, for this era of kind of UCF coming into its own. Um, and then just away, I've been looking at, uh, I mean, it was great to see that we got Dylan Gabriel on the road. Um, but just uh, across the board, I I'm looking at it, it was it was a little bit like muscle memory looking past beyond the month of September. Usually the people that are slated across the board for September are our conference mates um, for a lot of these people, you know, SMU, uh, you know, Rice, people that we've had in the past, um, some G5s as well. Um, but, you know, just looking at this every other, you know, we have a home and a buy. I know we didn't get Oklahoma or Texas at home. Every new uh, kind of uh, addition to the Big 12 got that, um, at least one of them um, at home. But I think for the most part, um, I think they kind of did us a favor. And I think I think your mark is looking at us to kind of be uh, someone that can kind of hold the banner for the conference putting their their stake in Florida. So um, I'm excited for Baylor at home. Oklahoma will be great on the road. And uh, I'm with Devin on, on OSU. Just if you can have the mullet on campus, uh, that'd be perfect. Are you disappointed then that UCF fans at home in the bounce house will not see Texas or Oklahoma? I know you say it is maybe your mark, a little gift there, a little softer landing in the Big 12. But as a fan being in the bounce house, disappointed not to see one of those teams? Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to see Texas just for the story. That would have been incredible, um, just as our, our, our home opener. Um, you know, Oklahoma coming back, I think that would have been, you know, that would have been blowing the roof off uh, the bounce house. But I, I think we're good. I think we're in a good spot. I mean, if, if you look at it, Houston, we have history with them. That was our first ranked win that we had, even though they were G5, um, with Brett Hodges to close out the year. 
Um, Oklahoma State is a story program. I mean, West Virginia for homecoming, that, that's going to be, you know, get some extra OPD officers on campus for that day. Um, and then you're going to have, you know, Baylor is going to be crazy. Villanova and Kent State just to kind of kick off the year. Um, and the great thing, too, is we only have one Thursday game. You know, granted, there may be some Saturdays that are at noon um, at home, but I think we were it was kind of brutal this year with the uh, the days that were not on Saturday this year. Well, Dolly, it's good that the quarterback battle's all solved. We know who. Oh, you know, Goodness. Know that <laughs> nice. Wow. Wow. All right, gentlemen, we appreciate your time. We're gonna we're gonna pop in some other guests. I'll take you guys off screen if you wanna you wanna duck out. Um, that's up to you. But I want to bring in our next two friends. These are two of the dudes on the mall, Trace. The dudes on the mall have joined us. They are here. They're ready to uh, ready to talk. We got Justin. Uh, we got Brandon here. Uh, gentlemen, whoever wants to start first, you saw the schedule, and your first reaction was what? I think Justin was just upset he didn't get to go to Iowa State this year. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely looking forward to that game and traveling to AIM, so a little upset there, but you know, exciting. It's uh, obviously really different looking at the schedule because compared to the past few years, and it's it's a lot crazier, so I'm really excited and uh, looking forward to some great football this year. So, yeah, what's, the, think... uh, a, a home, what's the home game you're most looking forward to seeing? Uh, the poll winner was Oklahoma State for, uh, for us earlier today. So, yeah. I'm going to go West Virginia. Um, one, just because I have family that's from there, so I'm at least familiar with the team. But um, it's at least someone that we played a long time ago, back of maybe 2003, four. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, I'm not old enough to remember that, but uh, I think I'm excited for that just to see they'll, they'll travel well. It'll be a good homecoming environment. Um, and I think we could have a potential budding rivalry since geographically no one's close. Um, we could could see them kind of pick up some steam over the season and over the years here. And the third yeah, dude on the mall has joined us. Josh is here as well. Josh, yeah, welcome finally got in. Hey, how's it going, guys? I like the comment. Disappointed they aren't on the mall. Fail. <laughs> we'll be back there soon. Don't worry. <laughs> I imagine some yeah, of these no, teams uh, are going to bring some fans, and 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 folks from West Virginia have a reputation for partying, so it'd be interesting to see some of these new rivals. Does it seem funny you mentioned the names on the schedule, but the names not on the schedule? Our, our friends over in Tampa have fallen off the schedule. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I, w- I was going to miss them, and then I saw the uh, schedule today, so maybe not so much anymore. But. Good riddance. That's what I say. I like that. I like that. And road trip for you guys to any of these? Yeah, we're uh, well. We've been talking about going to Boise forever. Brandon and I have always loved the Blue Field just because you know it's unique. So we're definitely going to be going there. Um, but obviously, we're looking at uh, Oklahoma too, going to Norman this year, just because you know they'll be leaving for the SEC soon. So um, got to knock that one out while we can, right? For sure. Yeah, but I was telling the boys earlier, I was hope I was hoping that Kansas State and Kansas were going to be back-to-back because I'd be down to spend a whole week in Kansas, just go Saturday to Saturday <laughs> and just have a great, you know, road trip. Week. I don't know what we'd do in the meantime in Kansas, but. Yeah, be wow. I, I did not. I did not have. I'd like to spend a whole week in Kansas on my bingo card today. Here, <laughs> the Chamber of Commerce for the state, the tourism I'm, board doesn't even advertise it that way. I'm, I'm with you, Josh. Uh, fellas, obviously, for those who don't know, uh, these three gentlemen do another wonderful UCF podcast. If anyone wants to plug your show, where people can find you all, where they can follow along, feel free to get a shameless plug in now. Yeah, go ahead, Brandon. You can take that. <laughs> uh, say we're dudes on the mall. Um, you guys can find us on Twitter as our main uh, point of contact we use for social media. 
Um, you can also find all of our links in our bio there as well at Dudes on the Mall. Uh, also Spotify and uh, SoundCloud and um, uh, Apple Podcast. Sorry, it's been a really long day. <laughs> <laughs> and I think when we had you guys on the live show, we established, wasn't it, Adam, that 32 was the cutoff? To hang out with the dudes on the mall. <laughs> Is that the age? I will say yeah. the dudes came and hung out with us though. They were they came to our tailgate uh, last year, Louisville. So they ventured over to the old people's side. We've got to find a way to get over to their side next time. We advertise free beer. Awesome. <laughs> that's, that's an, age is just sell. a number. Yeah. <laughs> that's also fair. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, we appreciate you. Everybody uh, have a safe evening. We will uh, we'll get you out of here, get some uh, some more guests in. So make sure you follow the Absolutely. dudes on the mall, Brandon, Justin, and Josh. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us, guys. Um, now earlier we, today, we got... well, before we jump in uh, with another guest, I was going to say, let's hear uh, earlier today, head coach Gus Malzahn was with the folks at 365 Sports, and uh, he was asked to comment, courtesy of the, the 365 Sports folks, for sharing the clip online. And let's hear from Coach Malzahn. You know, really, I think from my standpoint, is just, you know, the home and away, you know, and uh, then you look at the, the different teams and, you know, try to plan uh, accordingly. We've got a, we've got a very tough schedule. There's no doubt uh, five away games, four home games. We go to Boise, you know, at a conference, which is no no treat either. Um, but we got a real schedule. But like I said, we're we're just extremely excited to be joining the new conference and playing these new teams. Got a real schedule. Going to be a some real, real schedule, coaches right? in that Big Twelve. Real schedule, real coaches. And now let's bring in some real fans. We got Lauren. Lauren. We got Britt and Jan are with us. Good hey. evening. Good evening. Hello. Hey, Hello. Ladies. Is this Lauren's debut on uh, Sons of UCF Live? It is. It is. I am here, finally. What did you think of the schedule? Was it strange to see there's no ECU or SMU or, uh, you know, Cows U? You okay? It's it is strange. My dad and I were talking about it earlier and he's like, it's going to take a lot of adjustment to get used to seeing some of these teams on the schedule. But then again, like we've talked about before, Trace, I mean, he was at UCF when we didn't have football. So it's it's definitely been fun to watch it evolve and to kind of see to see where we're going. What was his reaction today? Did he? Can you have ever imagined that there'd be games against yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Kansas, Kansas State? Uh, no. on these schedules no his his reaction was and and he's not a big fan of being on these or being on uh any sort of video but um not either <laughs> <laughs> so i'm speaking Anybody from... follows jan online knows that jan <laughs> likes likes to be on video but go on go on no you're good and um, he just said it's going to be an adjustment to see teams like this, to see teams of this caliber. He graduated in August of 79, so right before our first football season. Um, so he's gone from seeing that to seeing us, you know, plan a trip to Oklahoma, which is exciting. Jan, we know you, uh, you and Britt are able to get to a lot of road games. Some interesting geography this uh, this upcoming season. Is there a game on the schedule that you are absolutely circling that you want to make sure you get to? And let me yeah. caveat that with, which one are you driving to? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you go with us, Trace. You, we, it has to be the – okay, Lauren, Lauren, Lauren can go this time. Hi, Brett. Go ahead. Brooke, Brooke wants to say hi. Hi, Brett. Hello, she, Brett. Got, she got sunglasses on? Is this yeah, Hollywood Brooke? Those are her sunglasses? UCF sunglasses. 
Yeah. Yeah. So. So we we got to fly into a city and then have a very short car trip. There's just yeah. no way. Okay. I know. And Lauren and I were talking about this. What did we say? Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, these are first of all, these are, you know, we want to go to everyone and we try to go to all of them but these are far i was just looking at flights and they're very expensive and even us, now now yes for us it's two so um, imagine you have to play double for all of your plane tickets because it's her and i so i just looked at i think um texas tech and it was eight hundred dollars um so we're gonna have to really you know check the flights and we're all going to squeeze into a hotel room um, and, you know, but we're going to, we're going to do everything we can to go. We don't like to miss them, but it's definitely going to be challenging, but, you know, we're going to try to be there. We're excited. How, how about oh, a party uh, RV? What about an RV? Party, mm. party RV. We, that was a thought. Um, you know, for those of you who work from home and, you know, Missy might be able to do it. Um, you see Feisty. Uh, did you want to say something? Did you have something to say? Um, about going to the away games? Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's it. That's, yeah, what, yes. she, that's what she yes. has to say. Oh, yeah. What is the, uh, what's going to be the Lubbock version of Bourbon yeah. Street? What, what's what's going to be the plan there in Lubbock? It's just known for its prairie dogs. <laughs> what are we going to do? Where's the party? No, there's, a, there's stuff to do. I mean, I was looking around these towns. There's And then in Waco, there's, uh, well, there's Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> there's, there's. Well, fortunately for us, do. they come to UCF this year. So, <laughs> well, um. There, you know, there's little things to explore and find in all these new towns. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I and I know Lauren is too. We're excited about exploring, right, Lauren? Yeah, I'm excited about getting out there. Definitely want to do Oklahoma. I was threatening, threatening. That might not mm -hmm. be the right word. Telling Robert that I'm going to fly in, and then we're going to just road trip it to uh, to Lubbock for the Texas Tech game. So we'll see if that happens. Um, or do you know how far that is from his house? about six hours we were talking about it earlier which That's is no intel. different from you know orlando to the keys so it's not a bad drive it might be a little bit it's dry. a little it's a little different than the keys just yeah that. well i know yeah. that but a little more we're, dusty we're, <laughs> a little the dusty. anticipation level is, is probably different <laughs> driving to the keys driving to lubbock but true you know the the food is good in texas um we're excited um you know, this is like a new, a new horizon, new adventures. Jay, is, there a, is, is there a part of you that's going to miss ECU and Temple and some of these other road trips that you've done for so many years? Um, I think we will miss Tulane. Hmm. Um, Temple. Eh. Uh, Cincinnati was fun. Oh, we're, we're still we're doing Cincinnati. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think so. I you know Tulane. I think that's about the only one. Are there vignettes in um is that what they're called, Jim? Vignettes. Vignettes. No. The T is silent trace. Come on. That's a little joke. <laughs> no, little joke. there are no beignets with powdered sugar, but you know, Texas has some pretty awesome we could have a taco eating contest, Trace. I like this. I do like this idea, Lauren, of, of Robert, two letters, two words, uh, in the Dallas area making 
making things a little bit easier uh, travel-wise. I like that idea. Look, I'm, I'm going to talk to our friends at Gordon and Partners. I'm just throwing us Sons of UCF party bus. I'm in. Throwing it out Let's there. It. We'll see what we can do. We got some people on board here. I'm going to call Michael Hoffman after the show. Let's We're in it. for that. Oh, yeah. Done. Nobody oh, tell yeah. me. <laughs> Britt's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Britt's ready to go anywhere. She's always ready to party, right? Oh, yeah. You're going to have a great time. That's good. Ladies. Thank you for being with us on Sons of UCF Live. Lauren, debut. Yes. We got to make Finally. you a regular. We got to get some sort of segment named after you, like the, the daughter Brian of UCF. Peterson mailbag. It's, yeah, it's yeah. natural. <laughs> the Brian W. Peterson mailbag, sponsored by Lauren. We need that for, right. for the show on Thursday. We're doing like nine a week, apparently. So we need one. <laughs> All right, pudding shots, Lauren. Pudding shots. Oh, mm. we got to figure that out. That recipe out. Those were Those good. Fantastic. Those, Those were, were good. good. That's good. Those All right, good. ladies, go Knights. Charge on. All right, there's Britt with the charge on. Uh, right, we got there. some more characters in the in the. Uh, I, <laughs> I like see... how you describe that on social media to say characters. <laughs> well, I, had to, I didn't know if Andy was joining, so I had to cover. Um, I see a name in here. I, his picture is not yet not yet on screen. Uh, I don't want to go to him if he's not here, but he's he's a fantastic guest. I hope he knows I'm talking about him now because he's the only one without a picture on the screen. I'm filibustering here, not very well apparently though. Uh, so let's go to Wild Bill. And Devin, who have been waiting for a while. Devin. Welcome in, Wild Bill and Devin. Hello, hello. How you doing, y'all? Evening. Doing well. We are, we are doing well. Wild Bill, you are also a prodigious road tripper for UCF games. Do you have any of these games in particular that have caught your fancy? You know, I I hate to say it, but I think that uh, Oklahoma and Texas are going to be out of here next year. So if you want to make that trip to Oklahoma, now is probably the chance to, to get that done. Um, Boise would be a fun one. The blue turf would be cool to see. Um, but I'm more worried about the, the home slate than I am about getting out to some away games. Worried in what way? Worried about the quality of the opponents or the winnability of the games? Get me to six wins and I will be happy. If we can make bowl eligibility this year in the first year in the Big 12, I'll be thrilled with that. Um, and I think we can do that. I mean, we've got Kent State. Boise State will be tough. Villanova, you know, we've got a couple of wins here that that we'll be able to get out of conference, I would think. Um, and then a lot of the teams that we're, we're facing, yeah, we have to go on the road to Cincy, but we know we can compete with them. Um, Houston, we know we can compete with them. We get Kansas on the road, which I think is a nice break. Baylor at home, they'll be tough. But again, we get them in the bounce house. Take that for what it's worth nowadays. You know, we see that the bounce house this past season wasn't as effective against some of our opponents, but uh, I think with this new big 12 schedule, I think the fans will be, uh, they'll be pumped up and ready to go. Devin, do you see six wins on this schedule? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I find that uh, me and Mike are pretty similar in that I predict we're going undefeated wow. every year. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm this sorry. Season... Do you see 12 wins? I phrased that incorrectly. You know, I, me and, you know, my friends, we've been talking exactly what Wild Bill said here, you know, going six and six, getting a cheese it Bowl appearance against Florida State, like Oklahoma just last year. First year out would be amazing. You know, um, I definitely think that we can do better than that as well. I mean, just realistically, I see eight and four is kind of like a an attainable goal, you know, this wow. first time out. Uh, I guess that depends on if Gus actually gives up play calling duties. Well, I mean, you can't lose to Navy if Navy isn't on the schedule, right? <laughs> so, true. or Tulsa, wise man, it's a wise man right there. Wise so, man. 
uh, I'm really excited uh, going into this first year. Uh, for me, I the only complaint I have is why are we still kicking off the season on a Thursday? I thought we were going to leave that tradition in the in the American. I was hoping, um, but besides that, um, I think that all the games we get at home are going to be a great atmosphere. Like Baylor on the you know pseudo ten year anniversary of the Fiesta Bowl, I think that game will be a, like really fun. I also have a good feeling that um, we're going to shock the world when we go to Oklahoma just because I don't think Dylan Gabriel is going to be able to perform. He might fake an injury the week before. You never know. <laughs> wow, uh, you're Mr. Wow. Conspiracy Theorist. I like this, I like this guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, you know, I think that, you know, that Oklahoma game is one that I'm really going to try and go to this season. Um, just because in my mind, you would have to assume that's probably going to be like the biggest road game we've probably ever played, you know, besides Texas. You know, I don't know what the attendance looked like in 2009, but in terms of attendance, that Oklahoma game might be the tr- biggest, you know, road game we've ever had. So, what, uh, what's Penn capacity State in Oklahoma? Because Penn State, Michigan, oh, Ohio Penn, State. Yeah. Oh, well, Michigan too, yeah. Penn State probably would be the biggest then. Yeah, you're right. But And then the big house. But still, to be surrounded by 80,000 enemies, I've never been to a, an away game like that. <laughs> I'm used to going to Temple and seeing like 4,000 people there. <laughs> that so. seems about right, Temple with 4,000. Trace, I'm, I'm going to throw a Molotov cocktail into the uh, equation here. Boom. Oh, oh boy, JP, JP Mr. Citronaut, the agenda has arrived. How are we doing? How are we doing? How are we doing? I'm on, I'm in parts unknown right now. I'm on the way to the gym. Had to, uh, had to come hop on, uh, the best UCF podcast there is. Uh, don't tell the dudes on the mall I said that, though. You know, they're phenomenal. Flattery will get you everywhere. JP, what do you, what do you like about this schedule? Uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'm going to tell you, I looked at, uh, looked at the cities. Um, that we're going to be traveling to, and I think we uh, I think we overpaid on the Louisiana purchase. Um, just garbage states. Let me let me take that back because um, I know this is being recorded, right? Loosely, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, you know, there's states with people in it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, schools with students, um, fine people, very fine people at all the schools. <laughs> Do you see six wins on this schedule, JP? No. Or as Devin sees, no. eight to twelve. No, I don't. I don't. I don't see six wins on the schedule. Why is um, that? Do you question the quarterback play? Yeah, one hundred percent. We listen. <laughs> listen. Um, we all, I, I think, have eyes here, right? Uh, we watched this past season, um, and from all I've heard. Are um, the person who played quarterback for us? I don't want to call him quarterback, but the person who played quarterback for us um, is is going to be the starter after playing baseball. Um, so no, I'm not. I'm not confident at all. It's a really tough schedule, um, and and I think we'll struggle next year. I uh, I don't know. The quarterback play is, is something, but you know, I kind of get a feel for this season coming up that the games where our wide receiver quarterback played the best last season were the games where the teams didn't play defense. Big 12 is known for not playing defense at all. High scoring, just kind of electric games. You know, if the receivers are wide open and we're scoring 70 and we're letting up 65, you know, maybe we have a chance. The who the who's wide open. <laughs> hey, look, I like our receivers this the year, who? man. And then also the I kind of look at the 2017 Auburn team. I can't remember what that running back's name was that Gus ran into the ground. In, in 2017, and he like solo carried that offense the entire season. And then, yeah, you, you see, 
you see that tweet from Javon Baker? This is how this is how you throw. This is how you throw to a a, a wide receiver. Gus is yeah, man, that, that's, a, that's a locker room. You know? That's that's what I call a very healthy locker room. A very healthy locker room where everybody trusts the uh, the coach's decision making. I think that's a a very healthy thing we're heading into. It's just vibes. Listen, it's listen. It doesn't matter about wins and losses. We got to apply how we watch UCF basketball to UCF football. <laughs> it's about vibes. It's about vibes. Business uh, business owners like me, I'm I'm opening up a Big Twelve hospitality ticket. Ah, have we lost JP? He got cut off. Ah, the gym will get you. The best tickets, I got you. Uh, We'll take care of you over at Big 12 Hospitality. Shameless plug there for your new business. Uh, By the way, where were you on November 22nd? (laughs) (laughs) You know, Trace, Trace, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's a comment. I, I thank you for the question. I appreciate it. Um, but I've been advised to say no comment. <laughs> I have a feeling I might include. Uh, I, I do. I do censor you a bit. Uh, some of your questions annoy the hell out of yeah, me. Yeah, like, can we? Can we? Can we address <laughs> this? Can we address I, this, Trace? When I read this week's question, it made me laugh when you asked uh, whether Quan Lee would give. Well, listen. Johnny listen. Hawkins I'm tired. Listen. On moving services. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of the lamestream media silencing. <laughs> Silencing the little guy with legitimate questions. Do you think Quan Lee is going to give Johnny Dawkins a discount on on when he gets to pack his bags and get out of here? I guess these are legitimate questions. These are legitimate questions that need to be answered. I don't. I'm glad you didn't at Quan Lee uh, on the. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I never do that. I never do that. I never do that. I don't. I don't bring. I don't bring the real people into my nonsense. I, I will tag Gus with a, a clock that can't be drawn. I will do that. Um, I believe in tagging the millionaires. I don't believe in tagging uh, the students who, who are doing this for the love of the game and uh, Kingdom NIL. Because uh, you know Gus responds to his own Twitter. I imagine what he thinks when he sees you posting pictures of retirement homes. Oh, he reads the tweets. He reads the tweets. He reads the tweets. I like, you know, I've heard, I've heard, I've, uh, I've heard some stuff. Um, and and uh, he, he reads the tweets. I, I'll, that's, that's all I'll say about that. Remember when we had uh, uh, Adam and I were talking about this when we had we tried out this segment the point counterpoint with uh, you and Brian we uh, we need yeah dominate them dominate uh, them I don't think that's how, that's I how you remember it. Brian dominated them that's not how I remembered it dominated them it's all right though uh, love Brian former SGA president uh, great guy um, you know <laughs> hope to see him at, at maybe a watch party come down to Dade County watch with us um, but you know I it it he he took he took the loss. Uh, like like a real adult, which I uh, which I appreciate. I like to think we split that one. I said he was going in the second round, and he went in the fourth. Yeah, and listen, we don't need to talk. We don't need to talk specifics or <laughs> semantics. Uh, you know, it was a, it was it was a you know ten seven uh, round, and and you know I won, but it's okay. It's okay. The he's a, he's question, a great opponent. JP, the real question is, where do you see the space game occurring on this schedule? Mr. It's got to be Houston, himself. right? It's got to be. It's got to be Houston. It's got to be so Houston. So you think season finale? They they leave it to the end. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to do it with the other school that has a space history, right? Um, so I think it's that. And then you know we are slowly making our rebrand to Citronaut. 
Um, all those that oh mocked me, uh, called me silly, uh, said said I didn't know what I was talking about. We'll have our day. We'll have our day. Just I, I hope all of you night supporters, you know, enjoy it while it lasts. Um, you know, and we'll get rid of this medieval mascot uh, that we should have never had in the first place. Why do you guys you have uh, two Citronaut truthers? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> you saw the uh, photos of the men's and women's basketball team with their uniforms uh, that they released today. What'd you think of them? There's another one for the agenda. Another one for the agenda. Um, you know, I, I, I actually love them a lot. I look forward to being uh, being able to purchase them in 2026 uh, when they're available <laughs> to the uh, the general public. Um, but no, I think they're I think they're really nice, and it's prepping. I think. Uh, the older UCF fans that uh, are used to Knights, I think it's prepping them for the rebrand that will eventually come. Speaking of being able to purchase that stuff, they already have those jerseys on Fanatics. No, 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 no. Listen, don't spread misinformation on the internet. Do not spread misinformation on the internet. Those are not – listen, don't don't come on Elon Musk's internet spreading that misinformation, Brian. Oh, those are oh, not the exact jerseys. Those are not the exact jerseys we saw. Come on now. Don't do that. Don't do that. They're close. I still buy them. <laughs> JP, what are, you, what are you doing at the gym tonight? What's uh, what's the routine? You know, I started I started doing uh, – what are those called? The, uh, like when you – the rowers, you know what I'm talking about? That, that cardio yeah. machine? Um, I, I, I'm a very lazy person, so I figured I'd do that instead of uh, instead of walking on the incline. Um, so I've started doing that. I'm going to do some shoulders. Um, just so I can, I can carry, um, all of, all of the hate that I get from the night supporters on my shoulders. I'm going to do, I'm going to do, uh, shoulders today. You're going to be the strongest. I'm willing, man to take that, I'm willing to take that on me. I'm willing to take that. Um, you know, the, the, the hatred of the, the, the haters and losers, I'm going to put it on my, on my shoulders and I need to, uh, to lift to be able to, uh, be able to carry that. Well, let's let JP, Brian, and Devin get to the workout regimen, whatever that may be. Uh, fellas, you have a fantastic night. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, everybody. Charge on. For those no, only familiar with JP from social media, when you put <laughs> the voice and the face and the personality together on the screen, it'd be a little startling. All right, we got two larger-than-life personalities still waiting, Trace. Are you ready for the next two guests into the ready. show? It's mystery time for me. We've got our friend Robert, two letters, two words. And hey. Radio Zone, Mark on, Moses Mark is also Moses. with us as well. Mark Moses and Robert. Robert. Mark Moses books the best guests. Anybody in the business. Today at 5, I joined Mark. <laughs> you were on, hey, you were on with... Terrell Buckley, who's going to be the head coach of the Guardians, the XFL. And then you had David Steele, the voice of the Orlando Magic, and went right to 5 o'clock with Trace with UCF football. Drive time, baby. People oh. driving home gotta, from work. I got to give it to you. He does have good guests. I love that Eric Lopez when he's on your show, Mark. But let's <laughs> talk UCF schedule. Obviously, the first Big 12 schedule out there. What struck you when you saw the the lineup that we have here, road games, home games? Give us your initial reaction. Real for the first time. Like, we've been talking about it for a couple years. It's finally like you could taste it, you could touch it now with the schedule. I'm ready. And I told this to Trace last week. Like, I'm interested in actually getting season tickets. Like, just, you know, for fun. To say I had them as a Big 12 fan. Like, that's what's going to get excited for me. Now, do I think they're going to be good this year? 
that's another question. When I worked in Omaha, Nebraska and covered the Huskers, like when they made that transition to the Big Ten, it was very interesting where you went Big 12 to Big Ten. I'm fascinated to see how they play against these opponents moving forward. That's what gets me excited. But I, I am I am super pumped by this. I hope you guys are as well. Yeah. Now admit this though, that you did text me later in the afternoon and you said, can you get season tickets without Kent state and Villanova as part of the package? <laughs> I, I, I will go to those games, but I'm really <laughs> circling the, what is it? The 29th, whatever it is. That's what I want to go to. I know you guys feel the same way. Tra- Trace, a, a good journalist never reveals his sources. Trace, come on. I mean, geez, Robert, you've got to be super excited. Obviously you are in the great state of Texas more games in your general geographic area. I think there's nine people that have been on the chat tonight that are staying at your house in some form or fashion, whether you know it or not, by the way. So you've, you've got to be pretty excited about the, uh, the big 12 schedule. Yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll be honest with you. The first time I looked at the schedule, the first thing I did was go to the maps and look at the drive distance for all the games. Six out, seven, six hours to Lubbock. And you're just outside Dallas for people school. who don't know. You're just outside just Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. So it's six hours to Lubbock, seven hours to the uh, Kansas schools, and then a simple three-hour run up to uh, Norman, Oklahoma. So uh, we will be doing – there's even talk about uh, renting a party bus out of Dallas and driving up to Norman from – Well, I just threw that out. I didn't know that was a viable option. No, somebody in our uh, little group chat talked about it. Uh, Lauren. Just to be clear, Jan's not driving. No. We want to if, if we have a bus, we want to keep it on all the wheels. <laughs> yes, it's important. Jan's uh, not driving, and Jason's not in the trunk, so we'll see. <laughs> uh, well, we won't go into that. <laughs> uh, Robert, what, you look at the schedule. Do you see six wins? I, it's funny how a lot of our fans—they're tempering their expectations here. They are saying six. And they yeah, see that Oklahoma went six and six, made it to the Cheese at Bowl in Orlando, played Florida State. Do you see six wins on the schedule? I do. I, and, and obviously, you know, a couple of the give them games, you know, Kent State, we should be uh, Villanova. But the other thing about some of these big 12 schools is that you've had some incredible inconsistency um, with regard to some of those teams. And you'll see a team that will, you know, win a game they shouldn't and lose a game they shouldn't. And, you know, in that conference, I think, you know, as much as any other conference, that can happen. And so, yeah, if we take care of the non-conference and we sneak out a couple of things that we shouldn't, uh, you know, I don't see us, uh, I don't see us not getting six wins. Now, I'm not going full-blown Mike and predicting, you know, you know, 14 wins for the season. But uh, yeah, I think I think we can get six. I think that's realistic. Mark, what about you? When you looked at that schedule, and we broke it down sort of in thirds when we talked today on your show. Uh, opportunity to go three and zero if they can get that win at Boise. I could see that three and zero. I could see that to start in the season. The question is, and and the history of the program, you've never had to do this before. The physicality of these teams and the depth on the O and D line. Can UCF handle this week in and week out? I agree with you. All right, Kansas. I know they're an up and coming program. They were ranked top ten before their quarterback got injured, but they will be improved. Hey, you look at Kansas State. That's the great trivia question. Kansas State won the Big 12. It was not TCU. Kansas State won it. 
Baylor won it two years ago. Those are the first two games you have to take on. These are top 25 yes. programs, back-to-back weeks. Then, you know, like you said, Kansas. The Oklahoma game, I have no idea. I don't know if Dylan Gabriel is even going to be the quarterback in that game. If he is, that'll be very interesting. West Virginia, you told me this, Trace. Even though they had a 5-7 and seven season, West Virginia is mostly a top 25 program. This is going to be interesting to see how Gus Malzahn handles going through this season. And then when it finishes, all right, what adjustments do we need to make in recruiting, scheme, everything going into 2024? That's what's going to be interesting. If they can get to a bowl game, I am very happy with that. I'm just excited they're going to be there. That's how I look at it. Probably the most important question, Robert. How's the game going? I hear the chips in the background. Are we <laughs> yeah. up right now? Well, how are we doing? Oh, by the way, I, here, I'll, I'll show you. We've got uh, you guys on the uh, on the screen. Wow, I've got uh, full table Ooh. degenerates. They look and, excited. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they're wondering what the hell I was doing. So it shows you how much I love you guys. Is that I uh, I, I interrupted my weekly uh, poker game in order to do this. Are you winning? Where are you at now? Oh, yeah. Come on. If I'm playing, I'm winning. Come on. There we go. Are those UCF ones? Are those they UCF? are. I had custom UCF chips made. Can you bring that a little closer to the camera? Let's see that. Uh, look at that. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's Big fun. Time. Just for fun, no money changing hands. Um, yeah, I think there's a little money changing hands tonight. <laughs> well, Robert, you get all that money, and then we'll get that party bus all figured out out of Dallas to, to Norman. Right. And you can sponsored by two letters, two words, as always. Robert, Mar- Mark, appreciate you guys hopping in on, on short notice and talking schedule. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll catch up with you both soon. Uh, Robert, good luck. Mark, if you want some real guests on the show, let us know. We'll figure out how we can get you some, uh, you some better can- folks on Hey, there. hey. You guys both forget Trace. Forget him. You two can come on and we'll make we'll fun of him for 10 minutes. Let's do we'll, it. We'll be Mark, there. I Next. am available for drive time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can I can squeeze you in, Mark. <laughs> Take care, right. guys. Thanks, guys. Uh, Robert, so subtle with that uh, flipping of the chips. It's, I got to tell you, Mark Moses... Noise. Mark Moses's voice makes me insecure about myself. He's got such a great radio voice that it really makes me insecure. But I think we may break the internet. We've already broken it once with JP Gilbert. I'm going to bring in a feud. Uh, th- these two clearly have some beef, Trace, and we're going to we're going to let this play out live on TV. We got Andy, we got Brian W. Peterson, who did not know he was coming back on screen. Uh, Andy, UCF XOS, Brian W. Peterson back with us again. Andy, you are obviously new to the proceedings, by the way, and uh, sitting in front of a lovely uh, air conditioning closet, it appears. But you looked at the Big 12 schedule, and your first thought was what? I thought Trace was right. You know, I, I That doesn't happen it. often. No, I know. I saw it's in the show right there. Trace was right. I, You know, I was like, you know, I... 12 and one, I think is realistic. Nah. Uh, I... <laughs> Where's the one loss? Uh, Trace, which one did you say? What, what do you think it was? A big 12 championship. <laughs> big 12 championship. <laughs> and then we were going to the Rose Bowl. And the... By the way, I like that UCF included the big 12 championship game on the roster, on well, the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just make sure that you take that off of work. You know, they really wanted to help everybody out in the future. Um, <laughs> But Andy, seriously, when you look at the schedule, uh, home opener on Thursday, and then staggered games are going to be on Saturday. Of course, we don't know the times. Um, there's opportunity here, though, in that first year with games against familiar foes in the AAC, Cincinnati, Houston. Yeah, no, I mean, looking at it, and and I think uh, Mark was exactly right. I mean, 
the Big 12, if you look at every opponent individually, is there anybody who we don't think that we could beat on that schedule in a one-for-one game? Now, obviously, the challenge that everybody always talks about is stringing it together throughout the season. But I don't think that there's anybody on the schedule who we're saying we have zero shot against. You know, there's probably six or eight teams in the NCAA right now who I would say that with. Uh, You know, obviously, Georgia kind of being one of those squads. Um, But next year, I just don't see that juggernaut who were, you know, just completely out classed by and i think that that's encouraging because if you do start to get a few of those early wins um you know a team like tcu or tulane they kind of showed you this year that those guys you let them start to get rolling they start believing in themselves and they start to play even better i'll I'll add a caveat to that i think that the major factor when looking at the schedule is going to be if we can stay healthy if our depth starts to become starts to become an issue i think that we can find ourselves in a slide, but if we can stay healthy, I think Andy's right. I think we can square up with most of these teams any day of the week. It's just going to be the question of, can we stay healthy and what kind of depth do we have to rely on? Yeah. Right. Are, are you disappointed that there's no Texas and Oklahoma playing in the bounce house or are you good with whoever comes to town? No, I mean, the schedule is what it is. I'm a little disappointed that we're not going to get to to host. I would like to host Oklahoma. I don't want to play Texas. I mean, I know we have the history of being, you know, opening the bounce house with Texas, but I think they're going to be a pretty good team this year. So I think that we did get to dodge a bullet by not having them on the schedule. I was uh, pleased to not see them and TCU on the schedule. Um, It would have been nice to have Oklahoma at home to bring DG back and have him back in the bounce house. But uh I think it's a little uh, unusual that we're the only team of the newcomers that doesn't doesn't get to host Oklahoma or Texas this year. I don't know if that was just random or on purpose, but other than that, I'm okay with it. Andy, obviously, uh, road games uh, no longer at Temple and ECU with sparse crowds. Now we're going to be at Kansas State. We're going to be in Oklahoma. You've played a lot of football. You've coached a lot of football. How much do you think the crowds and sort of the atmosphere will dictate or change anything the way UCF's played in the past? Uh, I mean, I think Oklahoma on the road, that's going to be one of the biggest crowds that we, you know, we as a team have ever played in. Uh, so that that's going to be a big challenge. Um, if Oklahoma can get off to a good start, you know, that's kind of that midway through the point. I think it's October 21st. You know, if they're if they're where they think that they should be, especially because Oklahoma has a pretty favorable schedule, that could be a pretty hostile crowd. You know, that's one of those where, you know, if we do what we're supposed to and they they're where they're supposed to. I mean, this should be a top 25 matchup. Um, you know, dare I say game day implications in that type of situation. But it, it is one of those situations where that's where both of our schedules are looking. Um, so, yeah, I th- definitely think that the crowd in Oklahoma will be a big deal. You know, game day, if they have the opportunity, you know, they would love to really bring up the whole story with DG and UCF and everything like that. Um, beyond that, though, you know, K-State, I, a lot of these teams, you know, similar to UCF, it really depends on the year. You know, it depends on how good the crowd is going. Stop. Oh, yeah. oh man, I forgot my hat. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had to send the extra large for Andy. Um, yeah. Brian, I know, we, <laughs> Brian, I know you, were, you were on earlier. Um, I could do without playing Cincinnati and Houston. We've already played them a bunch. Those were the two on the schedule. I was like, ah, we've already kind of seen that. I would have loved to have thrown in, you know, a team we hadn't played yet. But what are your thoughts on keeping those teams on the schedule again, having to see them again? Do you think that this pretends to us, you know, forming a rivalry with Cincinnati? That's kind of the team, I guess, the last couple of seasons. We've always been circling each other. Do you think that kind of furthers a rivalry or that the Big 12 is trying to further a rivalry here? 
I don't know that you necessarily put Cincinnati on our schedule if you're the Big 12 to try and push that rivalry. I mean, obviously, as a UCF fan and the history that we have had with Cincinnati as of late uh, leads me to feel that they are becoming a rival. Um, you can go back just a few years ago when we, you know, when we first joined the American, uh, we didn't have any connection with Cincinnati, really. And, and over the last few years, it's been a lot of fire back and forth, especially on social media between the, the two fan bases. So I think there's definitely some passion there between Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't thrill me to see them on the schedule other than I know we can beat them. So I'm you know, happy to take a team and put them on the, you know, on the schedule where I know we can get a win and, and get that bowl eligibility ticket punched in our first year. Houston, yeah, I mean, they've, they've followed us around, you know, since we were in Conference USA days. So it doesn't really thrill me to see them on there other than, again, we're going to get a nice win and we know what we're dealing with when we deal with Houston. So, Andy, the home game that you'd circle that you'd, you definitely want to be there for would be which? Um, looking at the schedule, I, I guess who the big, the biggest name coming to town is probably Oklahoma State. Um Having said that, you know, West Virginia homecoming, uh, those are probably the two. Honestly, I, I think out of the three, though, where I'm kind of looking at maybe the hardest matchup might be Baylor. Um, yeah. You know, Baylor, they're, they're hiring a new defensive coordinator, but head coach, Dave Aranda, defensive-minded right there already. Um, I think they're going to be a challenge. You know, last year, I believe they they won a share of the Big 12 championship. They had a down year this year. Um, but they're, again, one of those teams where they can ride away if, you know, they, they might have an up year than a down year. And that just kind of seems to be how the league is. They're, besides Oklahoma, there really hasn't been a ton of consistency in the league like we have seen maybe with Clemson in the, in the ACC. Sucks to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, I don't always get to watch the comments. So uh, when I glance <laughs> over, Adam's pretty sly about slipping them in. Not, not that that's exactly a rivalry, but you know, that is 2014 Fiesta Bowl was kind of the, uh, the domino that really started this thing for UCF. You know, everybody wants to talk about Danny White and, and, you know, the national championship line. Um, but I do think that 2014 really kind of helped pave the way and let, everybody know at the time it was the biggest upset in a new year six bowl um you know letting everybody know this team that nobody really knows quite is it central is it south is it east is it west they're all of a sudden they're playing football with the big boys and they're not just playing them they're beating them now so that was uh that was huge for us at least as a program let's get the real question out of the way brian if i told you that i had two free tickets to any game you want on this schedule but you had to sit next to andy <laughs> would you t- would you take the tickets? Is is he sitting in the box with Terry? I'll go to any game if I'm in the box with Terry. <laughs> fair, it's fair. No, these are these are general population seats. Two two tickets free of, of charge, but you've got it to next to Andy. The entire oh, game you cannot no leave right. Any game, any game, any game. Mm. It's got to be Oklahoma, right? You gotta but go you're gonna sit. Tradition? You're gonna sit next to Andy, though. You're gonna agree to sit next to Andy for four quarters. Oh, absolutely. We're going to take it to the Oklahoma crowd. <laughs> Whatever rivalry they have on social media, it, it's, it dissipates when they're live. They seem like best buds. I, Brian would be sitting there the whole entire time, like getting up every 20 minutes because he has to go potty. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. When you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you for being a part of the, uh, the show tonight. I appreciate all you do for uh, the Sons of UCF. Thank you, guys. See you, fellas.
All right, you you build it, Adam. Uh, a bunch of characters stopping by, and we wove in a bunch by. of people. Over the green room time. is officially empty. Everybody has uh, has you filed out. Everybody out. I didn't kick anybody out. They all left on their own. Uh, they filed out. They're uh, they're going to parts unknown. I see Andy still in the green room though, down in a Pepsi or maybe a diet Pepsi. I couldn't really tell. So you see some consistency in the takeaways of our guest tonight. Yeah, over general excitement, I think everyone's really excited about the schedule. I think everyone obviously recognizes there are some games that are winnable. I think there's some concern, obviously, about you know how we'll play in those individual games. But I think there's a lot of optimism about what they see in the schedule from this perspective. Sounds like Oklahoma is the game everybody's circling to uh, to either be at or watch, um, which I think obviously makes a ton of sense just based on some of the history there. So uh, overall, I think everyone's. Um, you know, and that's in that same spot where, you know, they're just excited to get rolling. It feels like we've been waiting for so long for this day. The Big 12 decides to make us wait like two extra months for the schedule. So now that you see it and it's here, uh, it gets more real. And I think everyone's really excited about that. It may take a little shine off Boise State with fans planning to go to Oklahoma. We're on National Signing Day, you know, which used to mean something, right? Uh, so it'll be interesting to see whether the Harris Twins land at UCF when, uh, when all of that gets going on Wednesday. Head coach Gus Malzahn meeting the media on Wednesday at 1 o'clock. Going to be talking about transfer portal and some other things. No doubt be asked about the schedule and, and his thoughts on that. And we'll have his comments. We'll talk more about that. We have a guest coming on from the 1012 a podcast network uh, talking about uh, the Big 12 schedule and, and how it shakes out for UCF's new conference mates. And uh, be sure to, to log on to the uh, Sons of UCF YouTube channel. Check out the interview that we did. Uh, Adam and I spoke with uh, offensive lineman Ryan Swoboda. Uh, a really interesting conversation. You'll learn more not only about him, but uh, the team as, uh, as he was a part of it the past year. Uh, yeah. Adam, it's, uh, it's, a, a I, I really enjoy talking to you. I see now when I, I, I listen to you guys and I go, they went, they went long with this guy. I see how easy it is when you can focus in on one guest. Spoiler alert. We talk ECU game. He gives us some insight. ECU game for the conspiracy theorists out there. You'll hear it directly from somebody on the field. That's right. All right, Adam. I appreciate you running everything behind the scenes, getting it, everybody in and out of the green room. Great job, as always, uh, for Adam and Trace Trelko. Thank you for joining us for this special Tuesday edition of the Sons of UCF Live. We will see you on Thursday night at 8. Thanks, everybody. Go Knights. Charge on, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.